Welcome to this week's podcast from Faith Worship Center in Brighton, Michigan. We hope you enjoy this encouraging message. For more information on our church family, visit faithworshipcenter.org. Wow. Thank you, Lord. What a mighty moving this morning. Yes, thank you, Jesus. This is what it's about. Oh, yes. Mm. I want to propose a question this morning. All right. It's a question that I think is obvious at face value. And 99% of us, if not everyone here, would be able to answer really quickly. Right. Do you really believe? Do you really believe? Duh, duh, I'm here, right? All right, but I want you to think about that. I want you to think deeper about that. Do you really believe this book? Do you really believe from Genesis to Revelation, every single story, every account, every verse, every single chapter in this book, every miracle, Every prophecy, every healing that took place, everything God said that he would do and everything that God said he is. Do you really believe that? Let's talk about that. You know, I believe one of the major reasons why we don't see the Lord moving in our lives like we wish, it could be all summed up in one word, unbelief. Okay, it is not the Lord's will for us to be stuck behind that wall of unbelief. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. We want to thank you, Lord, for the mighty moving of your Holy Spirit. Oh, we thank you. We thank you so much, Lord. Oh, Lord, prepare our hearts today, Heavenly Father. Make our hearts as fresh soil so these seeds may be planted, Lord, and cultivated. Oh, Lord, I ask for your anointing, Father, for I cannot do this. I cannot do this, Lord. I submit myself completely and entirely to you. Every member of my body, Lord God, use me as a servant, for I'm a slave to Jesus Christ. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. We thank you ahead of time, Lord God, for what you're going to do in today's service, Lord. The faith that you are going to birth inside of our hearts, Lord. Oh, give us a revelation of Jesus Christ and him crucified, Lord. Give us that revelation, Heavenly Father. Help us, Lord. Help us. We are at mercy, at your mercy, Lord God. And we thank you for the blood this morning. We thank you for what you did, Lord, sending your son to die for us. Oh, we thank you so much, Jesus. Oh, Lord, speak to us this morning, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. You know, the question of the day is, do you really believe? You know, now, don't get offended. I hope we are all magnanimous enough, right? I mean, I know that I am. I know, you know, you could, you could tell me how funny I look and how big my nose is. And I'll tell you, you know what? It's okay. I know my nose is big. But, uh, you know, 
That's, that's a defense mechanism because I'm going to make fun of me before you get a chance. <laughs> all right? <laughs> in, all seri- in all seriousness, though, I need you all to put your feelings aside and truly look into your heart this morning. Let the Lord get in deep and rework some things. Amen? You know, don't just say that I believe. I think we take faith, the faith, the faith, the faith in Jesus Christ and what he accomplished for us on the cross. I think we, I think we take that for granted. You know, I don't think we really believe that the way that we should. Let's take the disciples and use them as, ex- a- a- as an example. And when you read the Gospels, I want to ask you a question. Who do you identify with the most? I'm going to go ahead and answer that and say that we tend to look at the responses of the disciples more so than Jesus Christ. Okay? But why is that? Why do we identify with the disciples? Because we are more like them than like him. Okay? But... See, isn't the point of the whole gospel, isn't the, isn't the point of this is to be made in the image of Christ? Not, not, not John, not Mark, not Matthew, not Luke, not Apostle Paul, not Timothy. You know, and, and out, of, out of everyone in the New Testament, I, I think we are, we are more like doubting Thomas than anyone. You know, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. That completely demolishes the phrase seeing is believing. Completely. All right, but, in, but see, in John chapter 20 is where Doubting Thomas was met face to face with the resurrected Christ. And he was delivered from his doubt. And who was once Doubting Thomas now became Believing Thomas. <laughs> that's so good that's so good hallelujah if you have your bibles um i'd like you to turn to uh john 20 i'm going to read 25 through uh 29 and if you say that you don't have your bible you better not have a, have a smartphone in your pocket because <laughs> there's bible hub there's bible gateway there's the bible app <laughs> All right, John 20, 25 says, The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut. That's, that's key, right? There. The doors were shut. And Jesus stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands. And reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, 
my Lord and my God. Woo! Woo! Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now, I just want to take that last scripture there and don't take this out of context. But if you're looking at me right now, I'm just going to tell you, you've seen Jesus. Why do I say that? Because, see, it is not possible that I could have survived everything that I have endured in my life without Jesus and God's hand of protection on my life. It is absolutely impossible. You know, I tell people all the time that if you don't believe in God or know somebody who doesn't believe in God, just let me have lunch with them. Let me sit down with them for, 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 an, for an hour. Give me 60 minutes, okay? Because once a drug addict, now delivered. Once a criminal, mm, imprisoned, yet now set free. Once a foul mouth, pants sagging, hat sideways, always buzzed up and lost on a way, on a path to, to destruction and now blood bought, drug free and washed, washed and cleansed in the blood of Jesus. Woo! Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father. You know, y'all ever heard the song? I'm not going to sing it because I'm not going to torch you like that. <laughs> but uh, hallelujah, right? Hallelujah. I'm saying that too. <laughs> but I am a mountain mover. I want y'all to get this in your spirit this morning. I am a mountain mover. Woo! A water walker. Oh, yeah. More than just an overcomer. Because mm, I've been set free. Woo! I am a gospel preaching heart on fire. Woo! Freedom singing testifier. Yes. Because I've been redeemed. I am a believer. You are a... Woo! Come on, if you're in this building, yes, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. This right here, this is you. This is me. This is why we're here to spread belief, not unbelief. You know, let's, let's take a look at the feeding of the 5,000, or really, as, as we know, it's more like 10 or 15,000. If you have your if if you have your Bibles once again, I'll, I'd like you to turn to uh, John chapter six. Verse five. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip. Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he, Jesus, himself knew what he would do. Now, when I read these stories, I like to go there and picture it in my mind and put myself right there. And as the scripture says, I, I can see Jesus lifting his eyes up and, and seeing thousands of people. Thousands of people. And, and right there, Jesus is walking up to Philip. And he puts his arm around him. And he says, well, Philip, we, uh, we have a problem. 
what do you uh what do you think we should do and see i picture philip saying well i just talked to peter james and john and and we all went and talked to judas and and found out that we have 200 penny worth in the, in the common purse and you know but but that's but that's not enough to feed all these people jesus we have a bread problem <laughs> right we have a bread problem now I want to, you know, this is something that I don't think we think about, but what was Philip really thinking here? Because, because look, he really went to see how much money they had. Like, seriously, hold on, hold on. Like, there was a bakery up the road prepared to feed 15,000 people? I mean, come on. Like there, is, like, there is a bakery up the road that was already prepared. Baking take, takes a long time, right? You think they had enough bread up the road to feed 15,000 people? And he, come on, man. What are you doing? And, and see, this is us right here, right here. This is us. And, and see, I think we need to put our pride aside and, and, and for a minute because, see, God's trying to show us something here. You know, this, this is us over here in an absolutely impossible it's an impossible situation, and yet, what are we doing? We're trying to come up with a solution in an, impo an impossible situation. You know, all while God, this is, this is us, all while God is observing us and, and asking us, like, Greg, what, what are you really trying to do? I mean, seriously, how silly do we look at times? You know, it's okay because I'm telling you right now, I'm preaching to myself right now. You got it all figured out. That's good. That's good. I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm the first to admit that I don't have any of that figured out. I have no idea. I, I, don't, I don't make plans because, see, I know that he makes my plans for me, that my life was, he already had it mapped out. So I'm, I'm at his will. Let his will be done in my life and not my own. You know, see, Jesus is, is, is asking you in this, what are you going to do? That's, he, that's what he's asking him. And, and that, that's when we like to stay up long past our bedtime, stressing about everything we don't have power to change, trying to come up with solutions that we don't have. Y'all remember Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Y'all remember that show? Okay. That, you know, that's me and you at one in the morning sitting in the hot seat, all right, telling ourselves, well, we got some lifelines available, so uh, what should we do? Maybe phone a friend <laughs> and ask them for their opinion, but how about let's use process of elimination, you know, or thinking thinking like, well, if this, if this doesn't happen, then that's surely going to end up happening and and then that's going to be the end result but if but if this happens then that might happen and then and then i'll have another problem on my hands does that sound familiar it does to me oh don't say you don't do that we're going to ask the lord to forgive us of those lies to ourselves okay but this needs to get into our heart this morning see i have found that this 
is exactly where God wants us to be because the quicker we answer the question, what are you going to do and say how he wants to answer it, the quicker we'll get the solution if we put our faith in him because it's not about us. God is always going to test us, always. And right here, you can see where Jesus is, is seeing how Philip is going to answer this question. Knowing, of course, that he's going to provide the solution. He already knew that. Now, I know I'm, you're, uh, you're flipping through the Bible this morning, but that's good, amen? You're in church, so let's, uh, let's go to Mark 6, if we could, please. <clears throat> I'm already there because I knew that's where I was going to go. <laughs> if I could get an amen when you're there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. 641, actually. Okay. I'm just going to read uh, 41 through 42. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to the heaven blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fish he divided among them all. So they all ate and were filled. They all ate and were filled. All eight of them. No, 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 not, not, not half of them. Not, not most of them. All of them. All of them ate. All of them. Get that in your heart this morning. All of them. In an absolute impossible situation. Absolutely impossible. Okay, so hold on. Let me, let me ask that question again. And I want you to put yourself in the shoes of the disciples. Purposely. Do you really believe? Do you really believe in miracles? No, of course, you're going to say, yeah, well, well, duh, right? Jesus just took five loaves and two fish and fed upwards to 10 to 15,000 people. Come on. How could I not believe? I mean, after seeing something like that, how, how could I not witness this miracle before my eyes and not believe it? Of course, of course I believe. Really, really though. Do you though? Because, see, let's look at the disciples after this miracle happened. Because it, it happened right in front of their faces. And, and yet, I, 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 this, this blows my mind. After this, Jesus did something I believe we pass right over. In Mark. 6:45 Immediately immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. Okay? There's intent there. All right? There, there there's an intention there. I, I I think that you know we we don't really we don't really look at that. And with that being said, we shouldn't just pass over the fact that he made the disciples get in the boat. And not only that, but without him, while he went up to the mountain to pray. Amen? But why? But why did they make 
Why, well, why did Jesus make them go without him? And I'll tell you, because he knew even though that they had witnessed countless miracles, they didn't understand it. And, and actually, the scripture says just that. If you, if you go to verse 52, For they had not understood about the loaves because their hearts, their hearts was hardened. Hold on. Their heart was hardened. Now see, they didn't get it. And this is, and, and this is where they need to be, to be brought to a place of desperation and breaking. This is, this is where all we can do out is cry to the Lord because, because, We've been brought to a storm. And see, they, they were brought to the storm that Jesus knew that they were going to encounter. But in this storm, when we read, this is where we see, this is where we witness, this is where we get the revelation and the glory of God in our lives. You know, their hearts were then, were then softened by the storm, able to receive this revelation, something, something we all should know. That following Jesus 100% will lead you directly into a storm. When you live for God, there, there is a for sure guarantee that you will experience all hell breaking loose in your life. Amen. This is facts. This, this, this book lays it out. Hold on. <laughs> right on. But with this being said, if you if if you would just believe before. Before the storm, right? You would have a greater understanding of why you're in the storm and be able to receive the revelation the Lord is trying to give you from the storm. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, let's say that again. If you would just trust the Lord. And believe in him and have faith before the storm. Mm, you would have a greater understanding of why you're in that storm and able to receive the revelation the Lord is trying to give you from that storm. Hallelujah. The rough seasons in our lives are always strategically placed by God so that he can teach us and show us something. The Bible over and over and over again uses basic, everyday, flawed men and women like all of us. When I read the Bible, I, I read it as if I know nothing. I, I, I read it as if I am nothing but a simple child. I understand the knowledge and, and the wisdom in this book far surpasses. Anything my puny little brain could possess and, 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 you know, ever will, really, to be honest with you, for that matter. But this is why we can have hope. Amen. This is why if, if God can use disciples who are absolutely flawed and riddled with unbelief, then God can use every single one of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. Yes. If God can use a heathen like David or a schemer 
and a liar like Jacob, mm, then he most certainly can use you. Praise the Lord. If he, can, if he can use a murderer like Moses, okay, to lead his people, then he can use you. You know, Christians, we, it's funny because it cracks me up. It really does. It, it makes me chuckle because you believe this book. You believe, all, you, you believe all these stories that are told in here? Do you really? Do you really? Because there's a, a fun fact is that there's over 80, 80 miracles recorded in the Old Testament and over 80 in the New. All right, but with that being said, let me ask you a question. How about Jonah? <laughs> all right, we've all heard that story time and time again. But let me ask you a question. Do you really believe? Oh, oh, we going there. You believe that a giant fish swallowed a man, and this man lived inside of a fish's belly for three days. Three days, y'all? Come on, man. Oh, this is a test. This is a test for us. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Jesus. You believe that this man was swallowed up? lived in that fish's belly, and the fish swam up to the shore and spit him out. You believe that? Hallelujah. How come we believe that? We believe that. But we don't believe God can heal. Why is that? We don't believe that God can heal our infirmities. We, we don't believe that God can deliver us from cigarettes, marijuana, or alcohol. We don't believe that God can provide us with a better job. We, we, we don't believe that God can restore our relationships or marriages. You know, if you don't believe it when you pray for it, then you need to switch up your prayer and start praying that God would take your unbelief. Because, see, it's not that God doesn't want to answer your prayers or, or, or bless you in those areas and perform these miracles, but it's, it's more so that you truly don't believe that he can and he will. And that could be wise that it hasn't came to pass. Amen. And because of that unbelief in your heart, this puts a wall up that stands in the way between you and those answered prayers. Remember, Jesus had to leave his hometown because they didn't believe. You know, going back to Mark 6, verse 4. Verse 4 through 6. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. You know, let's talk about faith. We all have faith and believe in something or some things. And every single person here, every single person in the world has faith has faith in something you you get in your car with faith you know that it's that's going to turn on in the morning and be able to get you to work okay how about this this is this this is faith right here 
how about you go through McDonald's drive-thru and order your food, okay, and because of this, you are, you, you are exhibiting a, an enormous amount of faith because you believe that they're going to put all your food in the bag and give you napkins. You believe that and you drive off without checking the bag? Ooh, that's faith. Ooh, <laughs> praise the Lord. That is faith right there. Mm, that right there is incredible mountain-moving faith. Hallelujah. You know, that if we applied that kind of faith that we have in McDonald's to Christ, oh, and what he did for us on the cross, oh, you would see the dead being raised. Amen? Blinded eyes opened all around. <laughs> the lame walked in and the demonized delivered all around you. The glory of God would shine in and through your life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Do we take Jesus' words seriously? How about when that boy, he kept falling into the fire and was brought to the disciples. And they couldn't deliver him. Yeah, how, about, how about that? That's in... Uh, that's in Matthew, Matthew 17. Matthew 17, 19. Disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Verse 20. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, a mustard seed, is it's usually one to two millimeters in diameter. That's small. That's small. But that's all the faith you need to move a mountain. Amen. That's all we need. All we need is that little bit of faith. If we believe just a little bit, <laughs> put that in our heart this morning. Let, let, that, let, let that sink in and, and resonate. You know, we need to believe our Heavenly Father's words. All of them. And... I want to I tell y'all about my youngest, uh, Sammy, because it, it's, it's really, it's a perfect example. And Sammy has always, she's been, she's been afraid of storms, okay? Always, all right? Actually, bad weather, bad weather in general. And... I don't mean a little bit. I'm talking about like she works herself up in a frenzy, a panic attack, hyperventilating, crying, and freaking out because it's raining outside. Okay? Now, there's moments where her fear of the weather, it can be silly to, 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 to me as an adult, you know, who knows that we're going to be fine. I know we're going to be fine. It's okay. You know, but as a child, 
She doesn't know. Follow me here. She doesn't, she doesn't know that the rain is going to stop and, and that even if it didn't and it kept raining for a couple more hours, everything is going to be okay. Or if there's lightning and, you know, I've explained to her that as long as she stays inside the house, the lightning can't get to her. And even if she was outside, the odds of her getting struck by lightning are slim to none. You know, but, but see, she doesn't know that like I do. She doesn't know that. And, you know, I was talking to her this past week, and <laughs> this is so cute. She's, she said hysterically, she said, Dad, it's going to lightning next Wednesday. I was like, wait, no, hold on. No, mind you, this is Tuesday, like eight days, all right? She said, it's going to lightning next Wednesday, <laughs> okay? Of course, my natural, my natural reaction is to laugh, but, but because let's be honest, as if we know the weatherman knows anything at all, which he doesn't, he doesn't even know what it's going to be like tomorrow, let alone next Wednesday, okay? We know that. Okay, then I got a text from her a few days ago, and, and, and it was totally random. I was, I was at work, and out of nowhere, a text hit my phone, and I read it, and it said, all it said was, I don't like wind. <laughs> you know, of course, I chuckled, and, and it made me laugh and smile, but, but see... I remember very quickly that she doesn't know that she's going to be okay. So I do what a father does, and I text her back. I text her back with words of reassurance, telling her that I love her and letting her know that everything's going to be okay. And even if, some, even if something did happen, I would be right there, and it would still be okay. She texted me back saying thank you, expressing her appreciation and gratitude as a nine-year-old does with hearts and emojis <laughs> and all that kind of cuteness that I'm like, oh, just melted. Okay. She tells me she loves me, and I'm like, oh, oh. When she's terrified, what does she do? <laughs> when she's unsure, what does she do? She turns to the words of her father. <laughs> mm. For reassurance, because she trusts and believes that whatever I say is the gospel truth. You know, when you are unsure and worrying about tomorrow or the next day, turn to the Father, your Heavenly Father, for reassurance. Remember that Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Then the father of the now healed child that was once mutant, that story, 
cried out, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 43, 15 says, I am the Lord, your holy one, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. Woo! I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the fields will thank me. The jackals and owls too for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. Believe that in your heart this morning. If I could get the worship team to come back up. Believe that in your in your heart let that sink in let that resonate and cultivate and grow what are you believing God for what are you believing God for right now are you truly believing for everything that you are facing everything that you need in your life is there any unbelief in your heart what mountains are in your way this morning? And maybe, maybe you're in a storm and, and, and can't see past the winds and the waves. But Jesus is saying to you, trust, trust in me and put it all in my hands. Use that mustard seed sized faith mm, and let him handle it. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Surrender your heart. Surrender your financial concerns. Surrender your infirmities. Surrender yourself completely and entirely to him and let him handle it. Stop trying to do this on your own. Give it to your heavenly father. Trusting and believing his word is the gospel truth. 